Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Cosmo Happy Hour. It's everything you would talk about with your best friends, from sex to celebrity to entertainment. From the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. Hi guys, welcome to Cosmopolitan.com happy hour, the happiest hour of my week and I'm sure yours too. I am here, I'm Elisa Benson, social director for Cosmo and um, like makeshift podcast host. I'm here with Alex Reese from our entertainment department and Madeline Holler, our senior social media editor, and Danielle Tulo. Did I say your name right? Yeah. You know, every <laughs> week when we do this, it's like I'm introducing my coworkers, and every week I realize I don't know how to say <laughs> anyone's name. name. And like, what even is your title? Assistant? Editorial assistant. Newbie? Millennial yeah. expert? <laughs> um, okay. So like I just said, I always spend way too long inter- introducing people. But we are talking this week about fall. The, everyone, everyone knows fall is the best season. And so we are here to defend fall against anyone that doesn't believe that all things fall and all things basic in general are extremely wonderful and valuable. Um, I think the very fact that we've decided to do a whole episode of a podcast just about fall speaks to how important it is, right? Do you guys all agree to start with fall is the best season? Am I yes. right? Yeah, yes. absolutely. Right. And um, we're just starting here in New York City to have a bit of fall weather. It's actually been like freezing these past two days. Today is like rainy and disgusting. Alex, you were saying that reminds you of home. This is a treat for me. Fall, or as we call it, autumn, autumn. in the UK, <laughs> just to keep it classy, is six or seven months long, pretty much. It just segues nicely into winter, and our summer is about six weeks. So... You kind of have to love fall. You have to love fall. Or you're just unhappy all the time. Or you're even more miserable than you are because you're British. So, you know, it's great. I'm all about it. But okay, so you have a reason to love fall, which is that you have no other choice. (laughs) But like, what about the rest of us? Because it is, I I have my own theory about why people are so obsessed with fall. But Madeline and Danielle, what do you guys think? Well, like it can't be all the pumpkin spice, right? No, I mean, it could be, but (laughs) I just feel like right now what we've experienced since fall has come to New York City. This is like not what Midwest fall is like. I mean, I feel like fall in Indiana is just so magical and it doesn't ever feel like rainy or crazy like it's been the past few days. Um, So basically, you actually think fall in New York City is kind of disappointing. uh, Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so disappointing. Well, because there's like no nature in the actual city. Wait, so Madeline and I are both Midwestern girls. Madeline grew up in Indiana and I did in Ohio. Are you allowed to burn leaves in Indiana? Um, I I mean, not in South Bend from where I was from, but like down near cornfields. Yeah. Like there, everyone would just be like burning their piles. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that is like, that was such a part of my childhood. And like, I think it was one of those things that I didn't even realize until like my adult life that a that's like really freaking dangerous and bad for the environment and also b just isn't something that happens everywhere there were just i just feel like fall 
reminds me of fire pits and yeah. you don't get any just of like that fire in new york in general like exactly. marshmallows i know if something is on fire in new york <laughs> it's, it's not like good run. <laughs> but wait um danielle and alex you non um midwesterners do you guys know that smell of like burning leaves well, see, like, do you know what i'm talking so about this is the thing again because like my dad loves a bonfire right the yes. thing is if you do it in england your leaves are going to be wet so right. i just remember my dad like getting a huge pile of wet Smoke. leaves yeah. and then getting pissy because they couldn't actually <laughs> they get right. on fire they don't light or they do light out. and they smoke yeah. exactly Exactly, exactly. I remember, um, like, growing up when people, like, when Christy Baker used to have her, like, fall harvest party, which was, like, (laughs) such a big deal. (laughs) Shout out to Christy Baker. Um, That I, like, have memories of, like, the guys trying to, like, jump over the bonfire. Yes. Like, that was, like, the cool pissing contest of, like, sixth grade. Yes. (laughs) But it was so bad. It's, like, so dangerous at the same time. Right. We did the same thing. Madeline's eyes, for those of you who can't tell, are, like, lighting up right now. She's so excited to talk about men jumping over a fire but um okay danielle what about you why are you such a fall lover i have no idea i'm from outside of new york city so i'm like hearing this and i'm like is my fall a lie right it is (laughs) it is you never had people jumping over fires and burning leaves we never burn leaves ever that was such a high school thing that was not a thing. The fire jumpers. We jumped in leaves. We didn't burn them. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Which is disgusting. And you're all like, don't do that. You don't know what's in there. And yeah. do you, like, maybe this was also very Midwestern, but did people do the thing where they would rake leaves into, like, a giant pumpkin bag? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was my childhood. Oh my yeah, I hope that's still <laughs> happening. I hope that wasn't just, like, circa the Okay, 90s. if kids are not raking their own leaves and then jumping in the piles and then putting them in bags, in we are doomed. Right. We that's pumpkin bags. In outside of New York City in the suburbs of New Jersey. Okay. I can Thank Thank God. And I also think it's like, even though everyone in this room except Danielle is like a million years old, (laughs) I do think there's something about fall that has like that eternal back to school feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like, you know, I think it was a few years ago in New York Magazine, they actually did this super interesting story where they're basically talking about why are people still obsessed with high school? Like, why does it occupy such like a like warm fuzzy feeling in all of our minds and basically one of the many interesting points they made in the article is that basically because when you're an adolescent your brain is like developing so your memories of your teenage life are maybe more clear than your memory of what you did a week ago which is certainly true in my case but (laughs) i think you know i am taking that very interesting and intellectual article that someone that wasn't me wrote and applying it to fall to say that basically like i think that's part of the reason like we all have such strong memories of high school and i think the idea of starting school in the fall there's sort of a connection there i think it's a season that you romanticize a lot more maybe in the same way well said than you do anything else yeah and like you know fall comes around and often in a way it is kind of dumpy but you're still waiting for the leaves to turn or for like that crisp fall afternoon yes. and even though you kind of know it probably won't happen or it'll only happen the one day in the season right you'll still have those rose tinted glasses right. expecting it to, to be perfect and maybe like high school in that respect right right exactly and like it really does feel like it's like you could fall in love mm-hmm. like I'm hoping any any day this fall <laughs> to just fall in love <laughs> um no, I think I think that's absolutely I think that's absolutely true. And even the colors of fall, you know, the sort of like I think they feel very like romantic and cozy. And like there's yeah. certainly a stronger association with colors for fall than mm. with like any other season. I mean winter is just like dead and like white. Yeah. <laughs> dead and white. Well, it's like snow yeah. blindness. It's like, yeah. like Indiana was the worst for that. I mean New York it's not like that. All the snow is 
brown. Super dirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> but we just need to do blindness is real. Yeah, next week we'll do an episode about how New York is actually disgusting yeah. in the words. Dispel every romantic notion <laughs> that sex in the city planted in our minds. Um, so, okay, we can't talk about fall without talking about basicness and how they've sort of converged. And I feel like even though it's now basic to define being basic, I feel like we do need to start there. Alex, do you want to kick off? Like, how, when you when someone says basic, what does that mean to you? I think being basic now is about embracing the things that you want to do, but you feel that you shouldn't because it's not aspirational uh. or it's not like... I think being basic is living your best life without feeling like you're having to try to live your best life. And it's that disconnect okay. that people struggle with. There's certainly the idea of trying, yes. I think. Like, you are kind of a try-hard. Yeah. Whereas, like, everyone knows that the secret to being cool is to, like, not try at all and be really effortless. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know what that's like, but so I hear. <laughs> um, Danielle, I feel like it's become a joke on the staff that you sort of are, like, the um, emoji <laughs> pink shirt girl raising her hand, like, symbol for all things basic. Yeah, you I, love to be basic. I love being basic. I'm like the embodiment of basic. <laughs> okay, I, what, what, is, what does that yeah. mean to you? Because I still feel like I am either like misusing this term or everyone's like, oh, pumpkin spice lattes are so basic. I'm like, well, I love pumpkin spice lattes. So like, why are they basic? They taste good. So I've been considered basic <laughs> like, since what? I was in college. <laughs> It's always been You're a like, thing. Since the womb. <laughs> I came I out, out Brandon basic. Out, that, that emoji. <laughs> My hand was just perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think it's because I don't, I'm not shy about the things I'm obsessed with, and I'm obsessed with the, th- I'm not original. Like, I am my own person, but also I love the things that everyone else is really into. Right. Because things are trendy, and like when things are trendy, I like am a sucker for them, and I think it's cool too. And I think because I'm not trying to be. You feel so no shame. Yeah, I feel it. no shame about being obsessed with my yoga pants, my Ray Bans, right. and my pumpkin spice latte. Like, that is wonderful and like amazing, and I'm not going to pretend it's not. Right. And I think that it's just like I'm like the picture of like a basic girl because I will wear all of that stuff together, and I will. And you will own it. And I'll own for it. sure. And I think like Madeline to speak to to your point a little bit because like. I, Danielle, I kind of agree with you. Like, I'm very much an owner of all the embarrassing, completely mainstream and mainstream and cliche things that I like. In part because I just like to like everything. I feel like it's part of my brand. I agree. Universal (laughs) obsession. (laughs) But you know, Madeline, I think to your point, I think sort of the evolution or the idea of sort of making fun of being basic is almost the girl that doesn't really realize it. Like the girl who's like, I'm obsessed with pumpkin spice lattes. And it's like, well, of course, pumpkin spice has become a billion dollar like Mm -hmm. industry. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like literally everyone in the world is obsessed with that. It doesn't it's not necessarily a defining characteristic of your personality. Right. And so, like, I feel like that was sort of where there started to be some criticism around the term, which is a little different now because you have people like Danielle and, like, me and, like, Lauren Conrad who are like, I'm happy to be basic. Yeah, I have a friend who refuses to be considered basic, and I break it down for her, and I'm like, you are considered basic because you love the pumpkin spice latte and all of those things that are considered basic, and there's nothing wrong with that. So is it basically like you're just, basically, like you're just <laughs> over-enthusiastic or you really love things that everybody else loves and then it's just... Well, I think that, I mean, 
I think that yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like yes, you, no. I Alex, feel like you feel like can I phone a friend? I feel like yeah. the difference <laughs> is <laughs> for me the difference, at least in terms of what the word means to many people now versus maybe like what it started as when it was less. Cause it's kind of cool to be basic now. Yes. Let's be real, it is like, and when it maybe wasn't, I feel like that's when you were tagging along because of peer pressure. Like you mm. secretly hated pumpkin spice lattes, oh. but you were still gonna order them because everybody else was. Well, like you were gonna be kind of aggression wieners. <laughs> like if we're gonna take. Right. Girls. Whereas <laughs> now, like yeah, if please, you just like just your Ray Bans and your yoga pants and you're going to wear them and you don't care, like that's being basic, yep. but it's a different kind of basic. Because it's a kind I of think. confidence, actually. Yeah. Like, I don't care. And I like this stuff. I'm not yeah. pretending to like it. I actually do. I think um, I love that you referenced. Gretchen Wieners and I feel like it was perfect in an episode about being basic and being fall to mention that movie but I also think we've brought up Mean Girls and basically at least two out of four of our Cosmo podcast so far it's like we can't get through an hour of our lives at Cosmo without talking about Mean Girls on Mean Girls Day oh by the time this airs I guess it will have just oh, been Mean Girls Day oh we, re- we recorded this in the past I don't know um, but what was it I, no I think that's absolutely true and I totally just lost my train of thought um madeline maybe this is I a good time no madeline <laughs> i want you to um, as we're talking about starbucks and oh. fall i want you to cue up this like hilarious vine video that you produce and start in <laughs> and directed for cosmos vine hopefully this doesn't yeah like everybody follow us on vine yeah. it's madeline's little like it's weird my, like passion project yeah passion project <laughs> I like how it's like it's weird at the same time that you're like fashion project. Um, but um so it's just gonna loop. Um I guess before we like go into it, it's yeah, kind of a joke. Set up the clip. Um the caption is pumpkin spice latte versus toasted graham latte and it says the battle of the basics just because now that the new toasted graham latte has come out, that's everyone's latest obsession and that's all they wanna talk about. I think that was kind of last year when they had that praline latte, which was good yes. and then they discontinued it, but whatever. I digress. Right. So this is basically a six second and it loops. So it's longer than that. We'll play it for maybe 10 seconds. But this is Madeline talking to one of the other editors on our team. God, PSL. TGO. 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 Oh my God. PSL. TGO. 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 I just love that. Like, I feel like that just like epitomizes like what it means to be a millennial in fall today. Okay. I'm just going to say when we sent that out on Twitter, everyone was on my side and they were like, PSL is what you need to be drinking. No one wanted the new one. Sorry, Starbucks. Like, I like still love the new you. One. I like it. Um, it's like yeah, but it's not like a pumpkin spice latte. Right. It's not the classic <laughs> PSL. And I think we do need to address. I can't believe we haven't already. But there was a new pumpkin spice latte this year. Oh yeah. Yes. So probably everyone saw that news because like, hello, do you not do you <laughs> live under a rock? Do you live under an empty Starbucks cup? But um, that didn't have a pumpkin spice in it. Exactly. It exactly. Else. Like, do you drink the coffee at Starbucks? Ew. But Starbucks announced this year that they were modifying their pumpkin spice recipe, and basically, you know, I think one of the criticisms of it has historically was it doesn't have real pumpkin in it so they added in some new pumpkin this year you know i don't really know if i can even tell that it tastes different i I loved it last year i loved it this year you can tell no i can't i know but it's like i want to think that i can tell it's delicious it's like oh this is so natural Mm. yeah (laughs) but like i kind of think this whole idea is hilarious because pumpkin spice is something you can buy in the spice aisle you know at walmart or whatever like it's sort of 
pumpkin spice as a thing predates the PSL Starbucks explosion. Yeah. And pumpkin spice that you buy in a spice aisle is a spice that's like cinnamony. Like it doesn't necessarily, pumpkin spice doesn't necessarily mean that something actually has pumpkin, pumpkin in it. Pumpkin in it, right. Yeah. It's like everyone thinks about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I have my whole life, a lie, again. Yeah, so like, you know, I think it's cool that Starbucks like responded to it and sort of modified their recipe. And I think they really do care about what they're putting, you know, into their food and everything like that. But like, it felt a little unfair to me to criticize this pumpkin spice latte for not having real pumpkin in it. Because I don't necessarily know that that's what pumpkin spice needs to mean. Right. Mm-hmm. Just I mean, if you look at like Dunkin' Donuts, they have pumpkin coffee and it's like they're not putting actual pumpkin in a you know what I mean? It's right, just like, yeah. oh, get over yourself. But even it's just like some, a pumpkin flavoring is a different right, thing. It's a flavor. Yeah. Exactly. But so that was like my whole beef about it. Um, and also on that note, we did a story on cosmopolitan.com last year that was really popular that was Confessions of a Starbucks Barista. And one of the things that she mentioned that I have to bring up now because I want to like totally co sign it is this girl who worked at Starbucks and dished all kinds of secrets about it said that the best thing on the menu is the pumpkin cream cheese muffin. Have you guys had it? No. It's one of the seasonal things. It is so good. Like, something about when I read this whole story that was, like, fascinating and all this, like, gossip she's saying about working at Starbucks. But the one thing that stuck in my mind was her being, like, the pumpkin cream cheese muffin is everything and more. So, like, I went to Starbucks in Baldwin, and it's true. How interesting. It's, like... I don't know. Like, it's like a pumpkin bread, but with a little, like, sweet dollop of, like, cream cheese in the center. And it's, like, the perfect mix of sort of, like, sweet, but not, like, cloyingly so. Right. It's so good. It actually might be better than a PSL, and I love PSL. Whoa. It's like everyone in the room gasps. I, I, mean, uh, I was hoping table. someone else would have had one, but now I'm just like doing an ode to the I can't believe that I've never had one. Yeah. No, it's so good. So anyway, like, that, right is yeah. that is it's real. It's like after this field trip. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. From the editors of Cosmopolitan.com, this is the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. Um, so I want to switch the conversation a little bit from Starbucks to talking about and talking about entertainment, which is like Alex's area of expertise. Cause I feel like that is the other thing that is like so great about fall. It's the return of all the good TV shows, the launch of everything new. What are you feeling excited about in terms of entertainment? I think, well, fall TV is the big thing. It's, you know, fall is the season where you can cancel your plans because you want to stay in and sweatpants and watch TV. And it's a legitimate excuse. It's a legitimate excuse whenever, but it's particularly the case in fall. This season, Scream Queens. Scream Queens. Scream Queens. Scream Queens. Scream Queens. And it's perfect for fall. Chanel, Emma Roberts, fantastic character, loves her PSLs. Yes. And um. she has said that she was inspired. actually read this in a post you wrote. That she said she was inspired a little by the, like, Regina George character. Yes. Just to bring up Mean Girls for the There you go. We'll, yes, we'll, we've time. got to bring it back. Yes. I just think it is a... It's a lot of fun as a show. It's funny because... 
you know, it's a slasher, it's a serial killer. For me, watching it, the death scenes are my least favorite part just because the dialogue and the campiness it's and so the characters good. living yes. is much better than them, <laughs> them dying. being <laughs> ripped to pieces or yes. whatever horrible thing is happening this week. But I, Yes, and Alex, I feel like I probably <laughs> wanted you to come on the podcast this week just because I'm also obsessed with Scream Queens. And so it's like, how can we just make an episode oh. where we got to talk about it? But like, for those of you that haven't seen it, it's sort of Ryan Murphy's take on sort of like evil sorority girls so Emma Roberts plays Chanel who's like queen bee at the sorority but like potentially has a like super evil side so she's sort of like it's sort of very this satirical look it's sort of hazing within a sorority and that like queen bee mentality but then also has this entire campy element of like people are literally getting murdered by a mysterious like devil character so it's a bit of that sort of like mean girl sorority thing but also with literal death (laughs) I mean, in the past, I mean, can, I'll give a slight spoiler. Yes. In the past episode, one of the fraternity brothers was literally, uh, he had his arms chopped off by a chainsaw. So, I mean, you'll it's go gruesome. from this discussion of, oh my gosh, what am I going to wear with my Chanel purse to. Right. Death. But this was also to like the two of us. Such a tame chainsaw. Sweetest sounding. It's like an electric toothbrush. Uh, yeah, just, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> maybe it'll be a few episodes. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows what'll come up? But it's just yeah, it's just it's really good fun. I think you have to take it very much kind of tongue in cheek. Yes. The jokes, a lot of them do play close to the edge for my liking. Yeah, I um, agree. But that's Ryan Murphy and that's how he does things. Um, the show actually was originally, I read in one interview that he'd done, a spin-off from American horror story The Coven Season. Oh. Just with that idea of like a, you know, again, the kind of bitchy sisterhood right. where they all hate each other, but they are all kind of bound together by this something. So right. there's there's really fascinating elements of you know, uh, inverted commas sisterhood, but also not inverted commas sisterhood and how that deals with, you know, internal and external horror as such. It's great fun. I feel like it's the most excited I've been about a TV show in a long time. There's just something about it that really, like, sizzles to, like, you say something nondescriptive. I don't know. It's just so over the top. But it also, this is also not going to be descriptive of anything but this show just feels very 2015 to me mm. and I don't mean just in the way that they as we were discussing before this started they reference pumpkin spice lattes yes. in the show so like yes the references are contemporary but I just mean the whole style of the show this just does not feel like something that would have been on TV no. you know a decade ago and probably not even three years ago I think. I think definitely. And I mean, I think that's even reflected. This is kind of like industry and maybe not super interesting, but even in the viewership, like when the Nielsen ratings came out the day after the two hour premiere, which was fantastic, like so much engagement online, everybody, you know, everybody had heard so much about it. They're watching along. The ratings were kind of terrible. Right. Really bad. Because the way people now watch these shows, they're going to watch it on Hulu and they're going to catch up two days later. Right. And it got huge boosts. I think so, yeah. Okay. I feel so bad because I'm like so behind on it. No, you should watch watch it. I see people going crazy on Twitter whenever it's on. Like everyone live tweeting it. Yeah. just like it's such a thing yeah like so much buzz around it but yeah and I think like I don't know at this point like I feel like it's stressful to be like it's like why would I want to be at my couch at 8 p.m. on a Tuesday like who has time for that Mm -hmm. like I definitely think we've moved into the phase where people aren't planning their lives around TV anymore exactly 
Whereas, like, I certainly remember, like, being an old person in the room that it wasn't, <laughs> you know, that long ago that it was, like, if you do want to watch something, you're, yeah. like, home at that time to do it. Yeah. Or, like, recording over, like, important family videos on a VCR, <laughs> like, literally back in the day. VCRs. That's, like, all of our family <laughs> videos from, like, childhood. Like, uh, me and my sisters when we were babies ha- just have, like, you know, some, like, Lifetime TV movie. <laughs> like, I, like, legit dropped out of a sports team because the practices were going to clash with Buffy the Vampire Slayer one season. Like, no like, questions over- I, like I had to go home because it. it was Buffy. <laughs> that is one classic TV show I've never seen. Oh. Can you believe it? I mean, it, like it does and doesn't surprise me yeah. because I think that's the thing. Like either you got into Buffy really early right. and then you're a, a shameless junkie about right. it, but it's not super accessible. But yeah, I feel show. like it's so iconic. I yeah. watched the movie a million times. Oh, okay. Because yeah, I don't know. The movie is really good. See, that's think, like really old school. <laughs> <laughs> but like I think. Actually, you could make an argument for Buffy and shows like that being of their day yeah. the equivalent of a Scream Queen yeah. or something because they were so entrenched in the pop culture of the right. time and shamelessly so, which right. I think is the thing. Right. So Shameless. That's a good point. You have to be a little like yeah. shameless about it. That's what distinguishes the best shows this season. Like another of my favorites is How to Get Away with Murder. Yeah. I love it. It's oh. death. It's just death. That's obviously what I'm realizing. <laughs> but again, it's like it doesn't need more. <laughs> just need more. But um, you know, it's serious topics at hand again, but it doesn't take itself seriously in the delivery. Right. And I think that's important. And maybe that's a little bit basic as well, right. actually. Right. Right. Oh my god, it works pretty well. That's what it is. Yeah. So, um, Danielle, poster girl for all things basic. What are you excited about on TV this fall? Are you watching anything? You're like so millennial. Do you even (laughs) do you even have a TV? Uh, Um, I honestly watch things. I don't really watch things on TV. Right. I. Well, watch them on your phone or I see you know, like <laughs> your follow phone. along on Twitter um, do you watch them on your Apple <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not watch them on my Apple watch Danielle I and I would. yeah Danielle and I both got Apple watches recently and the difference between the two of us is like I don't even barely know how to check the time on mine and she's like and Danielle basically like wrote the entire yeah to do like, like the yeah. manual she knows everything she about it she wrote an article for Cosmopolitan.com about all the tricks and like I was like I don't know how to put mine in airplane mode <laughs> Anyway, this is so boring. I don't know how to do things. Okay, go on. So you Um, watch things not on your watch, but on your yeah. If I could watch on my watch, I would. I would watch. I watch things on my laptop mostly. I have a Hulu account, so I'll catch up on things there. But like, getting into live TV, I don't. I just. So you're basically not even interested in like the fall TV lineup. Yeah, to me that just. Yeah, and that's not a part. I love yeah. fall, but that's not something that excites me. Get, go, being in sweatpants and being like, I'm in sweatpants and chilling because okay. it's cool out and I want to like hang out, that yes. speaks to me. But the TV show thing, yeah. Uh, one, now that I hear you guys are talking about it, I'll go and I'll watch it on Hulu. Well, but I think that's been one of the challenges for yeah. the TV industry is people are like, well, I just want to watch 13 episodes on Netflix. Like, I don't really care about... Oh, God, yeah. I don't want to wait for the next one. Right. Yeah. And I know that sounds horrible, but it's like, it's full. Who's <laughs> the patience for that? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I always talk about th- that shift in how, like, I feel like a few years ago it would have been embarrassing to be like, oh, like, all I did this weekend was watch TV. And now that has and become a cool. weird badge of honor. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like, you know, you even see that on Twitter, especially, like, when Orange is the New Black, the new season is released. Like, the people live tweeting it, like feeling tired but fighting off sleep to power through. It's like, when did it become cool to be like, I literally have nothing to do with 14 hours of my life instead of watch TV. But like now that has 
is. I mean, it's just been such a shift that's so normal now. Ah, this always happens. The lights just went out. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. This is the Halloween oh, part of the four episodes. I know. Like, this is what we uh, ever talking about, Scream Queens. I don't actually even know. Oh, I oh, okay, God. there they go. <laughs> All right. Is everyone still alive? <laughs> <laughs> okay, like roll call. Roll call. My hands are sweating. Exactly. Um, so, I, exactly. What am I saying exactly Watching to you? TV Watching for hours. TV. Is, That's yeah. basic. That's basic. I, I think it's also Netflix to do with like the basic. cult of fandom. Like you know, you have to be a dedicated fan if you're going to yes. follow something yeah. now, these days. Because there's so much out there, so you kind of you know you pick your poison and you right. kind of have to sign up hardcore. Right. So being able to say whether it's on, you know, it's like a Twitter post saying, yeah. "Yeah, I did spend my whole day watching this, and that means I care about this more than you do." That's ha, a good. Ha, ha, yeah. ha. That's yeah. a good point. And I also just like that <laughs> rise and like it's cool to like be yeah. hardcore like part of a fandom in a way that maybe a few years ago that would have seemed like because watching something you kind of can drop in and out whereas if you commit to a binge watch that's true like it's a commitment that's whereas true whereas an hour maybe you switch over on the commercials maybe right. you went out to get ice cream this is my life um, <laughs> like I'm just talking about my week <laughs> like, yep, yep, how about yep. you <laughs> that's, that's a different way of, of doing your viewing in right. a sense I also so. think it goes to being shameless which you were talking about before yeah. it's being shameless and not being afraid to be like yeah I watched like 15 hours of Netflix this weekend like if you tweet about watching Netflix for hours, you're gonna get a retweets and favorites because it's like everyone is so <laughs> right. into being yeah. shameless it. about that stuff right now, and that's I think that's pretty basic. Yeah. Okay. Can I also say though, just coming from like a social media standpoint, I feel like so many people that are tweeting about being like, I'm in my sweats and like watching Netflix. Like, no, you're probably not. Like, or people that will <laughs> like think people lie. I think people fake it. Like, I feel like they fake trying to be like the cool, chill girl. Right. You know, so maybe lying like, about being in sweatpants is the new lying about like, being out at the bar. Basically, right. like, that's yes. Wow. That's a really interesting point. Yeah, it does get a little tired. Or just like the Instagrams sort of, like, of like all the food, or, like the right. burgers and the fries and like all the ice cream you're eating but yeah. it's just kind of like we get it right. you know I just right. like I've seen so much of it tired of basicness I don't know I just I mean I like Netflix and sweatpants but I don't know <laughs> if I'm like gonna tweet about it well yeah it's certainly become generic like it's sort of like mm. okay we get it like everyone has tweeted about like how I literally haven't even moved in 48 yeah, hours like, like uh, on a Sunday can't get off the couch. Can't right, get out of bed. Right. It's like the new. You guys like, just not look at my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the new. Like the Netflix tweet is like the new. I can't find any bobby pins tweet. Like right. we've all we've said all, that. You know yeah, exactly. Exactly. I feel like somebody funnier than me like made some d- joke about like they had some clever thing about like tweet deja vu. But like, do you ever go to tweet something and then you're like, have I actually tweeted this like at least once before? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't yeah. tweet anything except for like coffee tweets. Yeah. I feel like mine just sounds like a broken. Record. Right, so I can't talk. It's just like we know? all we all only have one I'm idea. <laughs> Everyone has one idea. Like it's just like the same I have nothing thing. else to say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like all I have to say, I've just said in this podcast, which is basically like I love all. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to the Cosmo Happy Hour with Elisa Benson. Oh, I did want to ask you if you guys have tried anything particularly crazy that's pumpkin spice flavored. I had a Hershey's Kiss the other day. 
It was good. Oh, I saw Charlotte put one of those on Snapchat. <laughs> oh, she did. You're like, I yeah. saw that. She's on like, Snapchat. what the hell is this? This isn't chocolate. Oh my god, like, that oh. that was so crazy and millennial and meta that you're like, I haven't eaten it, but I saw it on, on Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> my life is social. Oh my god. I've made pumpkin spice cocktails before, Ooh. which oh. are good, but also kind of are like, is it good? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Was it good? Like, it's. <laughs> I feel the way about all pumpkin spice stuff where it's sort of like, first of all, I do really like the pumpkin spice lattes. So it's like, I would maybe rather just be drinking that. You know, it's like, do I really need a cocktail that weirdly tastes like a cold alcoholic pumpkin spice mm-hmm. latte? I don't know. So that's kind of with the syrup, right? That's the base for... Yeah. I, I can think, see that working. Yeah. I mean, I feel like pumpkin cocktails, like, rear their head every year, like, around this time. Yeah. But it's sort of like, I don't know, do you really, like, do you really want to drink that? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I've had pumpkin um, beer, you yeah. know what I mean? But I've never had it. I love pumpkin wise. I yeah. once went to a Halloween party where they used, like, a carved-out pumpkin as the, <gasps> like, Ooh. big picture. Oh, and that was really uh, nice because I don't know exactly what was in it, but it did have, like, a slight, oh, not a pumpkin spice flavor, but there right. was, like, a little pumpkin hint to oh whatever God. it was that was inside. So, that like, was lovely. Wait, was the it? beverage was, like, that. right inside <laughs> of the pumpkin Yeah, like, they had just carved yeah. out a big pumpkin, but not just, you know, em- hollowed it out. Yeah. And then the drinks were in there. Oh. It was a really, really nice. It was a clever thing for a Halloween party. How did you get it out? Like, with a ladle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I became really interested <laughs> in, like, precise. Lisa's going to, like, steal that idea. She's like, yeah. Uh, Wait, was, was this back in up. London or was this in New York? Yeah, this was London. This okay. was last Halloween. Yeah. Oh, those Brits. I know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. We, we took a while to come around to Halloween, but we can hold our own now. Yeah. So. What are you going to be for Halloween this year, I think Alex? this year I'm going to be a sexy manatee. <laughs> 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 oh my god, I can't wait. Please wear that to the office. I can't wait. So, yeah, Please. I've been, I've been going back and forth. I also really liked the idea of doing a, this is a little controversial, a Kim Davis Richards costume, oh which would be a little bit Kim Davis and a little bit Kim Richards. Right. That is controversial. Yeah. Oh my god. It's probably just the manatee. Right. <laughs> the, the nice, like, um, non controversial yeah. manatee. Danielle, what about you? I don't know. I'm stressing about it because it's my first real world Halloween. Yes. So, I, I don't know. I'm just getting really nervous. Like, what do people dress like in the real world for Halloween? I would have thought that's less pressure because isn't like collegiate Halloween a huge so deal? Oh, it was yes. insane. I feel like you would go out and then you'd have to have different. If you went out more than one night, last you'd have to have different. Costumes. Exactly. I was yeah. four things last oh year. I don't even know if I can remember. I was I feel the tired. emoji girls. <gasps> the emoji girls. Oh, that's I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The tired girls. Yeah. That's cute. Um, That's super cute. I don't even... I think it was like a... a you had so a many funny. costumes you can't remember. Yeah. Oh <laughs> but I guess you don't do it in the real real world, which is nice, but also like... Oh, yeah, you do. I mean, if you have like things to go to. Okay. But like, <laughs> you know, tight skirts and stuff, are you... Am I going to look like the dumb girl who just graduated college or like... No, I feel... You know? I mean, you know how New York is. You can like do what yeah. you feel here. Like people dress like it's Halloween every day of the year <laughs> in New York. So it's like literally you could do anything you feel. Madeline, what are you going to be? I just can't. I have no idea. It's stressing me out. <laughs> I'm curious. Have any of you guys ever worn one of those like Yandy costumes? That site is one of my just favorite October yes. things to click on with like a sexy. This year yeah. they've got like a sexy orange wedge costume. Yes. I, and I love sexy it. I love it. Donald Trump they have. Yes. So basically Yandy.com is this like 
site that they sell like club wear, yes. like the club dresses, <laughs> freakum dresses, as our boss Amy would say. But um, they also sell like a huge assortment of Halloween costumes, and they almost seem in on the joke because they're all sexy, but it is ridiculous. Yeah. Like they have like um, sexy Christmas tree and like sexy Donald Trump. Sexy it's funny because yeah. I remember in college the big thing was like everyone would go to the campus like Halloween store, which was open year round because I don't know people would throw <laughs> theme parties and they'd make a bank. <laughs> Um, but theirs were like the traditional sexy costumes that you would expect. Right, it's like, like oh, on Legs Avenue. The, yeah, it's yes. like, oh, look, it's a sexy cop or a nurse or right, like a yeah. witch or whatever. But I feel like what's funny with that website is some of the stuff is so random. It's like, oh, it's this fun. is a yeah. lobster, but it's yeah. sexy. The lobster, the sexy lobster costume is cute, actually. The sexy like, jellyfish. Sexy like, that is a running joke I have with our managing editor, Ali Mortel, is the sexy jellyfish. It is a revelation. I want to be a sexy pumpkin spice. Latte. Yeah, oh, I think it's that, that, that. You're, if you're, if you're you not that, I just won't know what if are I can. What doing with your life? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll do it. That's your costume. It's it. done. Woo, like decided. Yay, thanks, guys. <laughs> um, I was thinking about actually being Chanel from Scream Queens, but the thing is, no one would get it unless I had somebody that was like the Red Devil from the show <laughs> as well. Because otherwise, I'll just like people will be like oh you're just like a blonde person in pink like it's like are you Barbie are you Elle Woods are <laughs> you, you yeah you need that them something like horribly offensive and they'll be like oh, oh now I get true. it you just get to be a bitch it, yeah it will be my excuse <laughs> yeah. for being bitchy I love that I love that um, I think it's so appropriate that this episode, this podcast about fall and basicness has just turned into us talking about Halloween which is like the epitome of both I fall think so. oh I love exactly. Halloween so much exactly which is why I feel like under immense pressure that I have no idea what I'm going to be. Right. Girl, get on it. I know. <laughs> well, we'll check it. We'll check in with you every week until Halloween. We can have a running like list of what Cosmopolitan.com yeah. staffers are going to do for Halloween. I'm sure everyone really deeply cares. Um, but I think that's about it for today. Do you guys have any any final thoughts on fall or pumpkin spice or burning leaves or what you're going to be for Halloween or Scream Queens? Uh, well, or me. We're all going to go get that muffin now. Yes. yes. Get the muffin. I advise everyone else to do the same yeah i really talked that up you did and if it's bad i'm gonna be so (laughs) no it's you're gonna love it i stand by it i'm never wrong (laughs) (laughs) i just want to say chunky sweaters like again one last thing just fall and chunky sweaters yes yes boots yes oh yeah is this like a favorite fall things movement I mean, mine's already pumpkin size lattes. <laughs> yeah. Mine's been said chunky sweaters, oversized chunky, sweaters, yeah. jackets. Right now, I love what you're wearing. Oh, you guys are wearing girl. like the same shade. It's like the uh, hunter green. We are. Green. We do kind of match. Yeah. I love. I love a We're green jacket. We're both wearing like the, the army green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like utility kind of thing. I know it is so fall. Oh, it's so fall. I am have been really into this fall. This will be my thing, and then we can wrap it up. But um, like chic little white pumpkins. Oh. Mm. Or like there's even some blue ones floating around. Wait, that have been painted pumpkin? those colors? No, naturally... like actually, yeah, naturally like that. Oh, like I feel like the white what? ones have been around for a while, but I've started to see like almost like ones that are like blue and gray. I don't know. What? I love a bring good them orange in the too. I will. I'll bring them in. Decorate our desks. Yeah. We should have a competition or something. We oh, should. They actually do that. Funkiest pumpkin. Funkiest pumpkin. I love it. They actually <laughs> do that at Hearst, which is like the company that owns Cosmo. They do a pumpkin carving contest every year in the cafeteria. It's oh, so cute. Oh my gosh. And the ones from Popular No, the ones from Popular Mechanics or whatever are always like 
like you know like electronic or something i'm not above sabotaging no. the contest no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we have to win the bumpkin contest yeah. okay well on that note thank you guys so much for tuning in and thank you to my lovely co-hosts um i just want to end you guys should shout out your twitter handles so everyone knows where to tweet at you about how basic you are um danielle tulo do i spell it yeah go for it girl <laughs> follow me d-a-n-i-e-l-l-e-t-u L L O. I like it. Oh my god. That was fallen. That was worse. No, that was really good. Um, mine's just at Madeline underscore Haller. I really don't want to spell it out, but you guys can Google it and it'll be there. Okay, perfect. Google it. Google it. Internet. Uh, I'm at maybe Alex is lost. (laughs) No, I need to spell it. And I am at Lisa Benson. E-L-I-S-A-B-E-N-S-O-N. Thank you guys for tuning in to Cosmopolitan.com. Happy hour. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.